Welcome to the Tea with Brie. I'm your host, Brie. Thanks for listening. The Tea with Brie podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, we'll start with my guest's bio and intro to how we know each other, and then we'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they brought to me that week. This week, I'm joined by my guest, Ashley Porter. Ashley is a Delaware native who recently moved to Austin to start her business in mobile barber services. She uses she, her pronouns, and is set to get married in October 2022 to Anna, who was on a previous episode before. So, hello, friend. Hey, what's going on? Oh, like I just said, it's Sunday. I'm, <laughs> I literally just got out of the shower. It's been, a, it's been, you know, great weekend. I feel like this year is flying by, like it's already July, like more than halfway through July. Yeah, yeah. How I I was trying to think how we met because I've known of you for a long time because I feel like you cut mm-hmm. all of my friends' hair, <laughs> so <laughs> I'd been seeing you for Probably. a while because you were like the travel barber yeah. and doing all these things, and then I was like, who is this person? Um, oh, nice, and nice. and then I found you and Anna on Instagram, and I was like, oh, they're in love. Gotta gotta watch <laughs> this because it's hard out here for us single people. Um, and then we had a mutual friend of Joseph. So yes. I feel like it's just it's been a long time coming and I'm really excited to chat with you today. I'm excited to be here. Um, I think I couldn't think of a better person to talk about this with because I feel like you know the struggles of entrepreneurship, which is the topic you picked today. Um, yes. I started doing consulting last year during a pandemic after I lost my job. And it's been great like I've been Mm -hmm. able to really like get LLC and get it off the ground but you know you read all these books about it's so great to be your own boss and to do all these things and then I was talking to a friend the other day she's like how'd you do I'm like oh it sucks like (laughs) (laughs) it's not all glitz and glam like it is it is hours and hours of work it is telling people, hey, I can't do this because I have to spend the next three hours finishing a pitch or, right. you know, updating the website or pay- paying people I need to pay. Like, so yeah, I think, I think this is a, a great conversation to have with yeah, you. Definitely. How did, how did you get started? Like doing your own business, specifically like cutting hair. Like, I feel like it's a very, being a barber is a very specific career choice <laughs> to me. Yeah, so. it is. It is. It's crazy. Cause uh, I never, you know, like I, I took all the like those career uh, tests they have you do like in middle school and high school and all signs pointed to like social work, you know, something similar to that. So that's all that I was focusing on, you know, ever since high school, I went to college for a little bit. Um, but when I cut my hair in uh, high school, my junior year, I decided to just learn how to, you know, cut my own hair. So pretty much for like six, seven years, I was cutting my hair, my sister's hair and like my brother, my cousin. Um, 
but I, I kind of found myself in a place where I didn't like the job that I was doing. You know, I didn't want to be told what to do, you know, told when to show up. So I was like, you know what? I can do barbering. Like I can go, you know, it's kind of like the fun hangout spot at the barbershop. You get to talk and wear what you want to wear, you know, show up when you want to show up, leave when you want to leave. And so that that's just kind of how, how I came into it. Just decided to sign up for barber school and uh, started that, got that going. And here we are, you know, I just quit my job last October. So I'm excited. I feel seen because I too studied social work in college and yeah, I feel like it's not like the more, the more people I talk to who are like, yeah, I did social work. I'm like, I don't know what we thought like our career would look like. Like I think we (laughs) sort of like, they they hyped it up so bad. Here's a degree you can get that is like hard, but not that hard. And if you really want to do something at your master's, like I refuse to go get my master's. I'm not paying y'all more money to potentially not get a job later on. So I I love that. I was like, oh, social work. Here you go. Um, They they really sell you on the, on the rewarding. It's, you know, it's uh, rewarding career. (laughs) Yeah. You're poor, but it's so, so rewarding. Um, I, I love that. Like, I think our generation specifically is very much like this now, right? Like we don't want this nine to five. We don't want to be making money for other people. We don't want right. to like be so rigid. And I think that's why like one of the, my job right now, we're thinking about going to a four day work week. And even then still I'm like, but like, I'm st- like I, for me to do a nine to five, my brain still can't handle it. And we've been working from home for like a year now. Right. And even okay. still I'm like, my brain just like, it has like three segments at all time. And I'm like making lists and doing things. And it's like for me to sit and just do one thing for nine to five, I'm like, no, like I feel like there's just so much more. And so I think a lot of exactly. people who like choose entrepreneurship are like, I just feel like I could do so much if I had more freedom. And I think that's like right. the biggest thing. Um, so I, I guess for me too, like why, why travel? Why not be at a barbershop? Because I feel like that's a very specific yeah. offering you have. Um, so it was something that I was doing, uh, even back home when I was in the shop, you know, after the shop, I would continue to, you know, make house calls. Um, I would even have people come to me in the garage. So I think, uh, when I moved here, the hours that I had in my nine to five at the time didn't work best for any shop. You know, I worked days and nights, sometimes overnight. So it was way too inconsistent to be in somebody's barbershop. So I was like, well, let me just do house calls. And so, um, that's, that's really just how that that transition. I haven't looked back since. Um, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I love my freedom. Get up and go. I'm not in one area all day. So that feeds, you know, the, the Aquarius in me. <laughs> not the Aquarius. I die. Man, we love our freedom. <laughs> I die. Well, then what's my issue? Because I don't have any Aquarius in me. And I'm like, I need to like constantly be not back down. Anyway, ah. um, I think also like we can't ignore the fact that you are a woman barber and I feel mm-hmm. like the only representation of like woman barber I ever think about is like even barbershop which I know <laughs> <laughs> so outdated but that's like I think about that a lot of the time too of like we there's I think it was I think it was Oprah who said it like if you can't see it you can't be it or something like that like we need that representation of like absolutely of of knowing that we we can be in this space and so I also like think about that like how has that been for you as being a woman barber and like a very male dominated it's tough it's it's tough they they don't they doubt you from the moment you walk in you know 
They want to see you cut. And you can't just do one good cut. Every single cut you do has to be on point for them to sit in the chair. So uh, it took a lot of like, not even just me convincing, but like just showing and proving with my haircuts and, and just being there, being present, you know, being consistent. Um, I think that's what won me a lot of clients in the beginning. Um, but it's, it's tough. As of late, it's gotten a little bit easier. I think men are starting to see that women more times than not than men uh, take their time on the haircuts and stuff. So um, they kind of start gearing towards more females. A lot of clients that I have now, they're seeking, you know, women barbers. So, so far so good. It's, it's, it's transitioning and I like where it's going, but uh, it's, it's definitely hard because, you know, they don't think you can cut, you know, or if you're not the typical, like you said, like the E, like in stilettos, you know, doing some of the extra stuff to get the attention, you know, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, a, especially like being a black woman entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's a thing a lot of people don't talk about too, is like the doubt, right? Like, right. It, and now I'm thinking of like struggles and things that I have like had to overcome and the sort of like fake it till you make it, which I guess you can't do in barbershop world because you have to like be good at it. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I think about it, about that often of like, you have to show up, like you're saying, 100% on point, mm-hmm. never messing up. And that sort of level of pressure that you constantly feel like I had to do, I was doing um, a proposal last night to for this thing I'm doing in a couple of weeks. And mind you, this company contacted me to do this event. Mm-hmm. And even still, I'm like, oh my God, can I do this? Why do they pick me? Like, it's like just that like self-doubt that starts to creep right. in of like, you for me personally I constantly feel like if I mess up that means I've messed up for all black women which is a lot of stress to put on myself I understand but yes a lot of women shoulders but it's 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 that level too of like being your own boss and being an entrepreneur is like you have to come a hundred percent every single time um so yeah like now I'm thinking of like all the struggles and hardships and like and it's not to say like being your own boss isn't great it's just I I I often think about like things I would have wanted people to tell me as I (laughs) chose this life. Absolutely. Um, So I think that'd be interesting to hear from you too, of like struggles, lessons learned, anything like you want to like tell people who are thinking of like going into, into this line of work specifically. Um, I mean, one, you know, everything's going to happen in time. You know, you can't rush trying to have the best cuts in the shop. You know, that's just not going to happen on day one. But, uh, you know, just taking your time, really dedicating yourself to the craft um, and, and be teachable, be coachable. Um, you can always learn something from somebody, but build up your own confidence. All that's going to come in due time. Like I said, that is, it's, it's tough, but you'll, you'll get to it. You'll get through it. I think about, about that often. Like my godfather always says, like, when you're the smartest person in a room, find a new room. And so I yes. think it's. I don't think people understand that too. And like, you are able to ask questions and ask people who've been in this work for a long time and get ideas and, and, and to constantly be growing. Like, I feel like a lot of people in entrepreneurship can get very stagnant and not be willing to change with the time. So I think like, for example, with you, like being like, I'm going to travel and make it easier for people and just like go to your house. Um, or like with me, like I tell people, like, I'll do a virtual, I'll also travel, like being able to kind of get in where you fit in a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's also a thing that people don't really understand too. Like you have to be <laughs> so, 
so flexible and so open and like sometimes willing to do the absolute most to like yes. be able <laughs> to make it work. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just I think about that that too of just like you have to be willing to do things other people may not be willing to do and that's another hardship of like entrepreneurial right. life yeah and it's, it's sometimes it's kind of like you know that's the same thing that can kind of like get you in trouble you know you could be consistent for so long and you have one mishap and you lost that you lost that client you lost that service you lost that communication so it's you know I think women are sometimes less forgiven sometimes, especially as an entrepreneur, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's tough. It is tough, man. It is tough. But it, then it's always like, it's tough, but it's worth it. And so I'm also Absolutely. like, it's just, it's, it's just like the catch 22 of like, cause I'm currently in the brain of like, do, do I go back to full-time consulting right now? Like, Same. I just feel like I'm being so called. And so I was talking to, one of my mentors yesterday and I was like, Kelly, I'm like struggling. And so we were talking through, she goes, it sounds like, you know, what you want to do. I go, yes, girl, but I love a steady paycheck. I love <laughs> having healthcare. I love like not having to like have that hustle anymore. Right. And so it's also that too, of like, I was, I was reading something one day that said like, we would probably have like a cure for cancer and like all these other things. If we had universal healthcare in our country because there's a mm-hmm. lot of people who want to go into all these different careers and things, but having healthcare is just like such an important thing for them. And so mm-hmm. I think about that too now of like, okay, if I I'm 31, if I give up healthcare <laughs> right now and we hope nothing <laughs> happens. And just like all these like scenarios I have in my brain at all time of just like I could I that I could go full time and be fine. I know that like I could make okay. my money, do my bills, all these things. But it's also like I'm 31. Shouldn't I be trying to be like more cushy? But I'm like, what does cushy mean? And so it's just... <laughs> but I get I, I get where you're going. I get it. You know, going go, kind of going through the same motion now where, um, you know, I'm going through like a price increase. So dealing with the fluctuation of clients staying, some clients leaving you know, has me questioning like, damn, you know, should I went up on price? Should I, you know, should I really charge my worth or should I dummy it back down to satisfy the needs of everyone else? And it's, it's, it's hard. Like if you, if you were to talk to Anna these last two weeks, like it's, it's been rocky, <laughs> but what keep what keeps me, you know, going and instead of going, you know, creeping back to the nine to five, cause it, it's so easy to do that. You know, you can get a job, you know, you can kind of get one in the range that will, meet your needs and pay the bills but where is that that value you know like do you feel like you're you're answering your calling your purpose when you're at this job or you know tough it out and do what you feel as though you were made to do and so when I battle those two like every day it's just like I want to keep pushing you know I have support you know that's better than some people in some cases so I'm going to use that to my leverage and just you know push it push it all the way through I'm telling her, like, I've never had to work this hard in my life for anything. And, you know, I've had like those manual labor jobs and it's, this is just like, it's just cutting hair, but it's so much more to it when you're running your business and you're doing it yourself, you know? Yeah. There's two things you just said that like really point out, like they stuck out to me. Number one was okay. charging your worth. Yes. If that is not the most <laughs> difficult thing oh in the gosh. world, like, 
I last last summer when I started this, I have a really good friend named Kelsey who's been doing consulting for years. And uh-huh. I was like, I don't know what to charge. And she's like, okay, let's do this exercise. And now Kelsey uh-huh. is a white woman. She's been doing this work for a while, blah, blah, blah. It's important right. story. And so she's <laughs> like, I'm going to send you a thing and you're going to put down what you would charge. You would charge. And I'm going to put down what I think you should be charging. And I was like, okay, Ooh. great. We're going to do this exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So we take like five minutes. I, like I send her my pitch deck. She, know, she knows me. She knows what I offer, blah, blah, blah. We come back mm-hmm. and Kelsey is paying me almost double, if not double, what I was charging myself. And she's mm-hmm. like, why are you? She goes, why are you underselling yourself? And I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, the one. I was like, That's and I had one. to unpack that with her. I was like, I feel like I don't have like, quote, classical training in DEI. She goes, you have 30 years of lived experience as a black queer woman in America. You're qualified. I was like, ooh, good oh. point. Then she goes, what else? And I was like, education, she goes, you have a college degree next. And I was like, okay. Uh, like she was just like, she just wasn't having it. She was, I was like, I just feel like these companies, I, 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 it was like an internalized thing. Like, I feel like these companies aren't going to be willing to pay me. She was like, if that's the case, you walk away. She was, you shouldn't have yeah. to decrease your value because someone else doesn't see it. And I was like, mm. that is it. That is it. So I think about that a lot. I'm like, damn, shout out to Kelsey because, you know, because now I'm like, I did a thing with Google and I charged what I charged them when they came out. Like, oh, yeah, I was like, dang, I should have charged more. Like, it was like it's <laughs> that sort of stuff. Like, they were too quick to be right. Um, But I'm also, I've also learned that, like, if people want you there, there they'll pay for you, right? Like, if Absolutely. we can spend money on Amazon for God knows how much money we all spend on Amazon every month. <laughs> we have all these streaming services we don't use and yet we all pay for them. I'm like, if we can, mm-hmm. if I can get out of my brain of like, I am worth Amazon money. I am right. Netflix money. Right. And so I think that's yeah. the thing too, of like, tra- when you said charge your worth, I was like, Oh wow. Way to come from my whole life, Ashley. Cause it is, <laughs> it's hard. You, you see it is hard. You know, I've, I've had a similar situation where uh, I went to see this one barber on tour and he's kind of just showing everyone, you know, how to charge your worth and, and get rid of the stigma that barbers are broke, you know, just because, you know, it's a cash flow business primarily and you don't really see, just how much you're truly making sometimes. So um, he kind of just gave me that push to like, you know, you need to charge no less than this amount for these services. You know, you have to look at it outside of your client and their occupation and, and what their pockets look like, but look at it as like your business, you know, your convenience, you need to charge on that just alone. So definitely had to <laughs> muster up the courage to get that going, but you know, it's, it feels good to know that when I am performing these services now, like I'm not underselling myself, you know, I'm not getting robbed or anything about that. And that the clients that I now serve, they, they see the value in me. And so that's kind of where that reward kicks in, you know, like, all right, you got over the hump of, of setting your price. Now it feels good when someone appreciates what you do. And, and that's, that, that's, all, that's all you need. Yeah. And I think, like you said, too, like the behind the scenes of it Mm. all, too, of like, I think everyone just sees like you get to like cut hair and travel and do all these things. Everyone sees me like you get to go and like do all these speaking things. And like, it's so great. I'm like, if y'all knew (laughs) how much time and frustration and tears goes into running a business and everyone's like, it's just like reaching out. I was like, no, like Mm. from I tell people like the cost of things, like for me to like have a website, I mean, like, I make, oh. I tell people like, I make no money from this podcast, right? Like I just do it. Cause I love it. I'm like, but I right. pay, like I 
essentially like like quote lose money doing this podcast right like I'm paying Absolutely. for it I pay for my website I pay for like all like all these things that go into running a business like then you have to keep everything constantly updated you have to send invoices chase invoices you have to mm, it's just <laughs> all these behind the scenes stuff and I think people just see like the end result and I tell people all the time yes. like I'm like you have like you are you're some what was it? it was like I traded a nine to five to work a nine to nine right like as an entrepreneur like you were constantly working um and I think a lot of people just see that one like the end result like you just like, get to like live this like, great life like no I have to like <laughs> dedicate and like miss out on a lot of things and you know say no to some things so I'm just like I can't I can't swing it um so I think that's also an interesting thing too of like just the behind the scenes effort that goes into running a business too it's that sacrifice they they don't they don't see anything beyond what the eyes need and Mm -hmm. that's the part that sucks sometimes is you have to give up so much like you said you got to sacrifice and miss out on events and family gatherings and all types of stuff you know just so that you can you know serve your purpose yeah. yeah 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 I I don't think people understand like even when you like make it to a place of like you're saying of having your own business that sacrifice mm-hmm. level like and that happens forever right like there'll be mm-hmm. I think about it now like one of my things is to be like financially independent financially stable before I have children which we're right. we're far off but still um <laughs> but I think about that now like I want to have I want to be able to be like, wake up and do like, I, if I tell people, like if I was able to do one or two speaking engagements a week, mm-hmm. every, every week, I was like, I, I would be set. Like that would be okay. the thing. But the hustle is I have to go and sacrifice. And so while I'm working full time at my job after five, I'm still putting in another two, three hours, like chase leads and follow up with people and sacrifice time with like friends and doing other things. And, and I tell people like, there are a lot of people who aren't going to understand that hustle and that sacrifice. And that is okay. You don't owe anything to anybody, but Mm -hmm. I I tell people that too, like, it's just, you have to see it and that's all that matters. And like, if you can, you know that you getting there will be will make all the difference and that's all that matters but I think that's another level of sacrifice too of like knowing that you are just going to have to give up so much in order for you to be where you want to be absolutely and and that just that delayed gratification you know it, it may not pay off right then and there that week that month you know sometimes that season or that year you know it's but you know that it's going to come and, and kind of having that tunnel vision is really important I think we need to also circle back and talk about, we talked about sacrifice to talk about support. And so I've been uh-huh. listening uh, for those of you who know, Oprah is my North star. And so <laughs> I listened to a lot of Oprah this week um, and she was really? on a podcast and she was talking about having a doser, which a doser is like someone you can go and like talk to about your day, your frustrations, your goals. Like sometimes it's a mm-hmm. partner, sometimes it's a sibling, sometimes it's a business partner um and so I'm really lucky that I have a couple of dosers or support (laughs) people in my life but I think it's also that like you have to if you're going to be an entrepreneur you have to have people in your circle you can bounce ideas off of you have to have people you can like like I'm gonna yell and it's not at you it's just (laughs) me getting my frustrations out um and I know you mentioned sweet baby angel Anna and I want to like yeah (laughs) <laughs> lean into that because I think that's so important like to have people who 
maybe don't get it a hundred percent, but can be like, I'm, I will listen to you and you can just yeah. yell and scream and, and we can go from there. Cause like you were saying, like, if, Absolutely. <laughs> if we could hear how you and Anna have been talking lately, like, yes, oh, I, I would love nothing more than that. Like unedited audio. <laughs> yes. You know, like it's, 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 it's been a lot, man. A lot of tears, you know, just sometimes you just, you just wake up in a, like in a mood. You don't want to, you don't want to be positive. You, you kind of just focusing on what's not going right. And then you have, you know, that person in your corner who's like giving their all into you, like, you know what, you got this, you know, giving you all the praise that you need. But when you still feel incomplete because you have, haven't seen certain results in that moment, it's it's hard. It, it's hard for your your partner or, you know, whoever the, is it the doser, the doser? <laughs> your whoever, doser. Whoever yeah. is feeling that. <laughs> your doser. Whoever is, is feeling in that, in that shoe or in that role, you know, you know, you're putting stress on them as well. And so it's kind of like, all right, how do I keep you here? How do we, you know, like you said, bounce these ideas back and forth, stay positive without pushing you away when I'm at a low point, you know? Mm. And so that's, that's what has been going on a lot with us the last like week and a half, but I've actually just kind of come around and came out of it. And, you know, she's still there, like smiling, like open arms, you know? So I I really appreciate her for that because you know, the same thing when she had her struggles in the past, you know, I was that, I was that figure for her as well, but it's, you got to have somebody that you can talk to, you know, nobody can be an entrepreneur and be alone. You got to have a circle, someone that can relate, someone that can't relate. You need all perspectives. You don't need a yes man or a no man. You got to have everything. So Mm. that's that's what it's like. My, one of my best friends, Shelby is my doser. And she's been like out of, she's been out of control lately in a good yeah. way um she's like I want you to go full-time again she's like you can do this and I'm like oh like I'm <laughs> hesitating and it's she's so like much. you can do it like why are you so nervous and like I like stability like right I I am like I tell people I'm chaotic in the way of like I will constantly move and change mm-hmm. jobs but I need to like my stability is like having income at the ready right absolutely and so she's like you can do this like why are you nervous and I told them like you know having health care is really important to me having mm-hmm stable income is really important to me. Like I just moved to a new, like very fancy, very expensive apartment. Like I want to be able to afford rent. And so, exactly. but like, so to have her in my corner has been great. Cause I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my gosh. She's like, no, do it, do it, do it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I'm sweating. And she's like, she's like so calm. She's like, you're going to be fine. I'm like, oh. so I'm constantly like my, my left brain is like, Bray, be fine. My right brain is like, listen to Shelby. And I'm like, don't, so. I think about that too of like like you're saying having people who really see you and support you yeah. and value is is a blessing and sometimes really anxiety inducing <laughs> said, said lovingly but it's it's also that like I think it's so important to have a person who will see you and and what you should be charging and then also like I yeah. also like she will also keep me humble like I have friends who are really big and keeping me humble too which I really yeah. love like I tell people like, especially having lived here for five years and being able to do so much. And, you know, I, my friends always say like, Brianna Jenkins is a brand. And I laugh because um, I will circle back to that one day. Um, but no, I think no. I, I, I don't, we'll, we'll circle back. Um, but I think about that because I, I come from a very humble family. Like, okay, we, we do a lot for people. Um, my godfather is a pastor. My grandmother worked at a hospital. Like, 
my dad works for the state and then also like he worked at a child like a children's home for a while so like we're very selfless giving people and I was just taught very to be very humble and like all those things so I like I'm working (laughs) through being humble but then also knowing like I get shit done like I am doing it and so that's like where my brain is always of like you know you're great but then also like "Mm." (laughs) how humble (laughs) should you be but then I think about that too like thinking I am toying with the idea of dating again I feel like I've talked to you you and Anna about this constantly because the two of you are like romance pushers and like I can't with the two of you I I gotta give her her flowers man she's she she's one of a kind you know she she keeps me sane (laughs) I'll say that all this craziness she keeps me sane yeah I when you've cut my hair back in December like hanging out with talking to you and I was like well what's your type who do you want to date and I was like Anna Uh I'm like not ready (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I want everyone dating it, everyone in love. And I'm like, I need a minute. That um, is her. <laughs> so I think about that often right now. Like dating for me has been difficult because mm-hmm. of my name recognition. I own my own business. I have this podcast. I'm pretty well known. And mm-hmm. I have dated people who like are threatened by that. Okay. And so I think about that often too in entrepreneurship of like, the sacrifice you have to be willing to make and like one of my things right now is like I'm not willing to sacrifice and make myself smaller to make other people comfortable like I once had a friend I don't make me preach I had a friend (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend who legitimately asked me she's like well do you think if you did less you'd have a partner and I was like one we would never ask a dude Mm. a dude to do less like that would be never a thing we would ask I was like also like why do I have to make myself smaller to make someone else feel better like that sounds like some personal work they need to be doing like I am here and doing these things and I know who I am and you know I think we constantly ask women specifically women of color to like be super humble and make ourselves smaller and like kind of just be grateful for even being like in a space and I'm trying to completely dismantle that as I work through it myself but yeah I think about that as I think about dating again of just like (laughs) I'm like I want y'all to know who you are having the honor and pleasure of going on a date. And there you go. Like I am out here. And so I think that's the thing too, that we don't talk about. And, you know, having talked to another friend who was on a while ago, who owns her own like million dollar company. Um, Mm -hmm. But we talked about that too. She was like, she was like, yeah, it's hard to date when you are a woman making your own money who, and, you know, doing all these things and a lot of, people don't have access to and they don't know what that means for them so I think I think about that too as like a level of sacrifice of like finding someone who is able to genuinely be happy for you and support you and not make them feel any sort of way about it at the same time yeah you got to find someone who is intrigued by it inspired by it you know like for example when Anna I was with her during her last like semester of uh, nursing school and, you know, I'm just figuring out like, okay, maybe I want to quit my job or uh, maybe I'll go part-time and start picking up more on my business side. But, you know, seeing her go from like, you know, like a tech position to a nurse position and then seeing the difference in salary, I'm just like, oh, okay, I really need to get my shit together and, you know, push my business out there. So, you know, find someone, you know, that, that like I said, gets intrigued by it, that, that can kind of bounce off of that and, and just want to level up with you you know want to be 
successful as you know as successful as you are and so it's it's hard i believe it i believe it's hard out there but definitely don't dumb me down don't dumb me down yourself for anyone else and you know they ain't worth your time they ain't worth your time you know you, you got tunnel vision you can hop on the train you can get left behind <laughs> um I'm going to ask now because we're all going to be wondering when is the Anna and Ashley show coming out because we all deserve. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I, I applaud you for doing what you do because like you said, like it, it's that delayed gratification. You know, like we were putting out videos. We weren't consistent. There's so much work that goes into just being there for people to see you on display. Right. So like what you're doing, I, Hats off to you. Like, I congratulate you. I give you all the flowers because this it's a lot of consistency. It's a lot of showing up when you don't want to, turning that camera on, even though you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like just fighting yourself, you know, to be there versus being embedded somewhere. So honestly, I don't know when that's going to come around. <laughs> She's traveling. I'm, I'm like engulfed in my business right now. But I think maybe, maybe next year, as it gets closer to like wedding stuff, I think we'll be more enthused and have a little bit more energy to want to put out there because you guys are going to see us and we got to get our bodies right. You know, we, we fell off a little bit. You know, if, if we're putting all those things in perspective, realistically speaking, sometime next year, possibly. Okay, I'm just saying the the love the love that you two have makes me think about falling in love. I'm like, ooh, I consider it often when I think about the two of you. Absolutely, your time is coming, man. Uh, I don't know. So, anyway, are are you you putting yourself out there now, or you know, conversation? I'm considering it. I told myself this is totally off topic. I. I told myself that this year I would go on three dates with three different people, at least. I did them all in January and February, so I'm done. (laughs) I front-loaded. We are finished. Um, But yeah, like, the dating apps were terrible. I feel like the the dating apps feel so, like, surface level to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm very better at, like, IRL stuff, but then that's the catch-22 because, like, I will go out and people either think they know me or will see me with other people and like, oh my gosh, she's so well known. Like, I can't come up to her. Like, I've literally had people say this. Uh, like, I'm so afraid to come up to okay. you. Like, you're just like you. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, well, self-filter. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, so yeah, here here we are. I don't yeah, know. I'm a I'm, person, I'm, you know, you can talk to me. <laughs> I am a human being. Like, especially like if I do like a, like a public speaking thing or like an event and people are like, I mm-hmm. just don't like know how to come talk to you. I'm like, I was like, realistically you know a lot about me already I just talked for right. an hour like you can come up to me and talk about any this was great I really appreciate this anything I'm like but people mm-hmm. will just get so in their head about it and so I don't know I'm hoping that you know I think about Meghan Markle and Harry they were set up by friends so maybe okay. <laughs> all right we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see and I and I also like I laugh because I tell people like I'm an equal opportunity dater like <laughs> race gender (laughs) like religion like i just i will go you know i will go on a date like what's what's the harm in it but yeah i think i'm also like just i think this goes back to business too like i'm just such an intentional Mm -hmm. person like i am so big on time and knowing that like that's the one thing you can't get back and so i'm constantly like listen if it's not a good fit that's fine but i just like don't Mm want to like go back and forth like think like what if and blow like i hate I never want to live in what ifs of life. Like I would rather know than not know. 
And so I think that's the thing too, of like, just being like, I'm open, I'm open. I'm not closed off to anyone or anything happening, but okay, here we are. All that to be said is currently no, there's, there are a few people I've been thinking about asking on a date, but okay. Go for it. What's what's, what's holding you back? (sighs) Oh no. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like it's still like that. I, okay. I know I'm a very, I have a lot of dominant energy, right? Like I am very much loud and in your face and very direct. And I feel like in the past, like that has really like been me shooting myself in the foot when I was younger. Like it was just like people mm. didn't know how to respond to that. And so it's literally childhood trauma. Um, <laughs> we're looking for a new therapist. Um, but <laughs> I know it's what it is. Like I had this one guy that I was like very smitten with, like through high school mm-hmm. who knew I liked him, but dated all of my friends and not me. So for me, that's like what? you are unwantable, which is not true um and then my dad and I have like I have my own issues with my dad so like there's also like that in my brain my mom died when I was right. super young so like it's a, it's a lot of stuff I'm working through okay. and trying to get through but I'm also like not to be that person I'll be the person like why do I have to ask people out I'm here you know mm. I'm one of the most reachable and fine you can google me right I don't understand this oh, so that, that's also reach. a thing too I'm just like I just think that sometimes people get in their own heads about asking me out and I'm just like well here we are so the, the one thing I know right now I, I think that's why my business is so successful is I just put all that energy into <laughs> into this there you go like I'm not dating so I'm just gonna make my business the best like that's like my <laughs> my own you like know? vindication um so yeah that's that's where we, where we are of dating as or okay. trying to date right now got you all right somebody gonna step somebody mm. gonna step from your lips to Oprah's ears, we'll see. Cause <laughs> it's all it's looking rough out here. Is all I'm saying. Hey, you know, it's summertime. I know everybody's kind of summertime you know, doing anything right now, but it might start dulling down in the fall or something like that. You everybody's outside. Uh, go back in. Right. Let's go back. Right. <laughs> yeah, I I am traveling. Actually, I travel next week, and then I'm I'm actually going to spend a month up in Philly. Um, just kind of giving it a giving it a trial see if I still want to like oh, venture up there but um, I think about that too like entrepreneurial like to be able to like be in a different market but then also like opening the dating market a little bit so we'll oh, see, yeah. we'll see. Philly, I, Philly I have I have no answers so <laughs> here, <laughs> here we are so where um, are you from again Connecticut okay okay so like closer okay. to family but not close enough that they can just pop up but close right, enough that right. I can get home if something happens. So healthy, Absolutely. healthy space. Okay. Yeah. So I if I move, you and Anna have to move. You and Anna have to move up north. Thanks, bye. That's oh uh, man, we'll we'll be around. That's right around my neighborhood. I you know? know. Yep, yeah, we'll be out there. Hop, skip, and a jump. Literally. Uh, well, the I this has been so great. We're gonna have to have you and Anna on an episode, and I could just talk to y'all uh, about relationships because. <laughs> I'm down I, feel, for it. <laughs> I feel like I, I always like laugh and say like y'all are like the queer version of like Barack and Michelle for me like I feel like y'all just like <laughs> have it down and I like too much pressure <laughs> there's no pressure I just say like listen y'all are real you're honest and I just feel like I can talk to y'all and be like no this is difficult this is difficult love this like I just feel like you two 
are in love, but you're like, realistically, you don't, you don't all fluff it. Like, yes, my partner is mm-hmm. great. And I think she's fantastic. We also like, but also being in a relationship is hard. Like I feel like people don't it talk is. about that. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to have you and Anna on when she's done travel nursing out here, saving the world. Hey. At the end of every show, I like to ask mm-hmm. a sort of palate cleanser to kind of help us end on a high note. Although this conversation has been fantastic. Um, nice. And the question is, it's a two part. You can answer whichever part you want. It is. Okay. What is the best advice you were ever given or mm-hmm. what is a piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Mm, uh, well, my grandfather always told me to be a woman of your word and that will always stick with me just because there's been so many times that I wasn't and, um, you know, I could jeopardize my own opportunities by doing so. So I think now more than ever, just standing firm on what I believe in and what I say in, um, just walking that walk and talking the talk is, is all about the space that I'm in right now. So I would encourage everyone, if you say you're going to do something, do it. You know, if you put it up there, especially like on social media, when you're a business, if you say you're going to do this service, or you're going to come out with this product or whatever, you better do it. Because somebody's holding you accountable, no matter how many likes, shares, comments you get someone's going to be holding you accountable whether you see it or not so um you know word is bond you know be a woman of your word that's it for this week's episode of the tea with brie be sure to follow us on instagram at the tea with brie send me an email at the tea with brie at gmail.com and visit the website the tea with brie podcast.com don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast a special thanks to mama duke for our theme music and i will talk to y'all next week bye